I'm Vince Roca. Did he say venti mocha? And I'm Michael Hutchinson. Still funny. Yeah, nothing we can do for you, bro. It's nothing we can do for you. What's new, man? Oh, not much. Oh, there is something new. Heaven got a job. Where did Heaven get a job? She got a job at Outback Steakhouse. Has she started yet? She did, and she hasn't been late yet. How many days has she worked? She's worked two. Thursday, Friday, and then she was supposed to work today, but they moved her till Tuesday for whatever reason. What is she doing at Outback? She's a hostess. Oh, okay. So I was going to say, how old is she? She's 20. She'll be 21 at the end of February. Right. Okay. She's not 21 yet, so she can't serve alcohol, but so she's a hostess. Well, she can serve. You can serve at 18. You can take, you can be a, like someone orders a beer. You can take them a beer. You can't like be a bartender. Oh, okay. All right. Whatever. I don't know. Anyway, yeah, she's someday hopes to be a server, but you know, her past two jobs have lasted for two months. So I'm not in tune with, uh, the white collar legalities of serving alcohol. So, okay. You're not? No. Just Um, a consumer of it. Not even that. (laughs) Uh, I can't even tell you when the last time that I had a beer was or an alcoholic. I don't even know the last time I had an alcoholic beverage. Was it a poker night? We had our company party over Christmas. I didn't drink. We didn't drink New Year's. I don't believe I drank back to like Thanksgiving. Maybe it was Thanksgiving. I don't know. Since, uh, since I started counting calories, I was just like, this is a fucking like drinking <laughs> calories is a waste. I don't empty I, calories. They're I can't even tell you the last nothing. time, last time I had a Coke. I don't even know. Soda wise. I, I drink water all the time now, but what like a zero calorie Coke? Like if you have a Coke zero or something like that, a diet Coke, you won't have any of that. No. I mean, why I'm not going to eat something just because I, I mean, it tastes like shit. So why drink yes, it? Yeah, I like why the taste of Coke it? Zero. So that's. I don't know why you say that. I don't know why anybody says that. They they don't. They lie. People who say they like diet, <laughs> they're full of shit. But nobody but I do. Likes, it's nobody like people who like coffee. That. I don't understand how people like coffee. If diet was so good, and if zero calorie was so good, then they just wouldn't make regular Coke anymore. I don't know about that. <laughs> no, I mean that's pretty much it. Look at like everybody has their own opinions. Look right? at. Not really. Look at the Seven Ups and <laughs> Sprites sure and all of those of the world. They're such a small percentage of the market. The the reason it doesn't taste like Coke. That's why people choose Coke or Pepsi. They choose the real thing, baby. That was one of their slogans. <laughs> well, was I believe Diet Coke is the second highest uh, sold in the world above Pepsi. So it goes Coke, Diet Coke, and I think it's Pepsi after that. Well, okay, but so there has to be a lot of people who like it. But I don't then, like Diet Coke. But then it goes Coke Zero. Then it goes Pepsi and then Diet Pepsi or whatever the, yeah, the case may be. So It'll Coke is just a stronger it. company. So d- that doesn't necessarily mean, like if you combine the sales of Coke and Pepsi and combine the sales of Diet Coke and Diet Pepsi, the regulars probably still outnumber. Yeah, they probably would. The numbers are still there. So Because um, you want your sugar and caffeine. That's what yeah, you want it for, right? Yeah, I don't Yeah. So anyway, people say that they, they like it just to fool themselves i like it. nobody actually really likes it everybody i think that about any, coffee but people apparently have to have that all yeah the but time. anybody who drinks a diet coke it drinks it normally even yourself and you can admit this when someone hands you a regular coke you drink it and you go oh actually i don't so, you're fucking i would lying. rather have the you're coke zero lying. than a coke you're no. full of shit you're lying you don't I've, drink I've a regular had... coke and go oh my god it's all oh, this everything is in <laughs> I here don't. this I, is it's I, the real thing baby i, I don't actually oh, yeah. it, I'm pretty sure you're full of shit. So having got a job, she's working as a hostess. She is. She's um, hoping she's to be worked. able to be a waitress at some point because it's based on your performance. So we'll see right. how that works. But you started as a hostess and then you moved to a waitress unless you were a waitress somewhere else. Yeah. Well, and Outback opens at four. So she has a better chance of getting there. What time did Chewy's open? Uh, like 11. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
So, so on weekends, you do. Actually, I think Outback does open for lunch or something, but it's like one. She has to be at work. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. So she, yeah. Of course, when I left today, she was still in bed. So I don't know where <laughs> I'm hoping it'll work. Well, that's, you know, it's the teenage young mentality to. Uh... Uh, let's see. I'm um, hungover. She's been drinking a lot lately. Oh, has she? Yep. Oh, okay. All her friends are turning 21. So, yeah, it's the, ooh, I'm 21. Let's all go to the bar. Yeah, so pointless. Uh, but I... you're 21. That's what you want to do, right? Because it's legal. I can do it. Uh, and then you I realize as you get older, you're like, yeah, I don't want to go spend the money. <laughs> well, the money, the calories, the time, the energy. When you're young, you're not worried about the calories. Yeah, when you were that age, you, you didn't, I didn't care about calories. But I didn't drink that. I, I didn't. I drank when I was like... 14, 15, 16. Those were the years of like, oh my God, let's get drunk. Yeah, but I think growing up with a dad, with a, an alcoholic dad, I think probably. I think your views are skewed. Like, right. Yeah, uh, probably. Like, uh, yeah, we have a friend who's, who, well, it's like Daniel's age, who his dad went through a bunch of stuff and mm-hmm. the kid won't drink at all mm-hmm. because he saw what his dad went through and he doesn't want that, which yeah. is cool. Yeah, probably. But, you know. So, so what else? Uh, let's see what else is going on back to work. That sucks. Other than that, well, you, you finished your vacation video and I did up online is for, and we could, we could talk about, no, it'll, it'll be up online by the time this podcast goes up. So yeah, people could check it out. They can go to youtube.com slash Vince Roca. If you go to vincentroca.com, then you can just click on the little YouTube link, but yeah, it'll be up by the time this podcast. We, we could have watched it, but you didn't want it. I don't know. No, I, I can't today. I have, to, I have to go hit the library and the gym. Right. You have to go to the library and the gym so you can build your own lap, uh, gym, library, podcast, I guess. I don't know. Locations <laughs> That's right. to podcast at. <laughs> Why are you going to the library? Like, who the fuck goes to the library anymore? There's Amazon and, and internet. Uh, there's a lot of good videos that I like using for my class. I, I do pull a lot off of YouTube, but there's still just some. What do you mean? You rent VHS tapes at the library? Well, not VHS. They have DVDs. Do they really? Uh huh. And you've never been there? I've been to the library. It's been a long time. But you can uh, also get CDs. You can see what type of music without buying it. You just take it home and burn it, or you take your laptop there and burn music. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. So is that what you do? (laughs) I haven't, but I mean, you could. I don't know why you wouldn't be able to. So what you're saying is, is the library is a physical pirate bay? (laughs) Yes, it is. So while we're trying to, I don't, I don't go and burn the movies there, though. I. But I have. But you could, I, right? You could, yeah. you could just. You, do you have to check them out? Like, if you stay in the library, is it just like a book? Do you just walk over to a shelf, grab a DVD, and then go back to your seat and pop it into your laptop? Yeah, you can do that. Or do you have tables to go to and all that there? Okay, so you could just sit there and like fucking rip all day. You could. So it is a. It's a physical pirate bay. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Why doesn't anybody complain about the library? <laughs> That's a good question. I mean, it, pirate bay gets a lot of shit, but why not the library? Um, now there's going to be a lawsuit because of all our, our listeners. Are you gonna know, be, I'm going to do that. And even further than that, it doesn't cost you to rent a, a book from the library or to borrow a book from the library, does it? No, it's only if you're late. And books right. are, I think, are two weeks and uh, so movie, that, movies are seven days. That robs authors of their money because the book is just sold once to the library and then a bunch of people read it. That is true. The, pi- the library is nothing but fucking piracy. We should close these places down. <laughs> this is terrible. Start a movement. So, uh, so you're going to the libraries, library and the gym. How's the gym working out for you? Have you lost anything? Yes, I have. I'm actually down to 198. Uh, what, what was your high? 204. 204. So you're down six pounds. That's yeah. good. And how long? I don't know. I... Well, when were you 204? Uh, after, <laughs> well, I guess because it was after Christmas because everyone gave me calories for Christmas. Right. So I think after Christmas is, uh, and, around New Year's. So probably after New Year's. So the so past you, four weeks. 
So four four or five weeks, you've lost six pounds. So you're a pound, pound and a half a week. Something yeah, like but that. I'm also, you know, I'm still lifting. So I think that kind of counteracts some of it. Are you eating better? I am eating better. Are you tracking your eating? I'm not tracking because that, that's such a pain in the ass to track everything. I know once you get it all dialed in, it's fine. But yeah, watching Carrie do it. Oh, is Carrie have, doing it? Yeah, Carrie's. Isn't she, she one of your My Fitness Pal friends? No, he, well... I think heaven is heaven. Yeah, yeah. It heaven doesn't have a profile picture and her name isn't, is like heaven MMN or so. I don't know. It's like some longer name. So I assumed it was heaven. Uh, and I accepted the friendship, but I wasn't a hundred percent sure. No. Uh, but Carrie did not is so Carrie is doing my fitness pal. Man? She is on my fitness pal. That's awesome. How long has she been doing that? Uh, since beginning of the year. I mean, it's a little bit harder for her. Not that I'm well, not tracking calories, but doing the gym stuff like that with the, broken foot still i don't i don't do the gym i am now let's see my heaviest i was 225 as i sit here this morning i was 193 so that is uh what 32 pounds or something like that so what are you hoping to get to my goal weight was 175 which was my high school weight wow i figured what the fuck i'll, I'll <laughs> stick that into the, the app whenever like right now i'm supposed to have like 1790 calories a day 1790 i don't make that i end up I blow that every day now where when I was at like 2000, I would often be a hundred or 200 calories under. So I'm now at the point where it's like borderline and I'm not going to start changing my lifestyle, you know, cutting before I started counting calories. I ate, I, I did not a lot has changed in my eating pattern. Really. I just don't fucking eat pizza every day or 600 calorie burgers for lunch and dinner. I just sort of watch it a little bit more, but I have not like gone down the path of I've completely drastically changed my life. I eat like a fucking rabbit three times a day, just a little more conscious of it. So if the app tells me that I need to, you know, now consume 1600 calories to get to 175, that ain't going to happen. So I'm not going <laughs> to, not going to go that low. Yeah. I'm not altering my life. Like, is that. that a healthy weight? Is 175 a healthy weight or is that just, no, it's a healthy weight. <clears throat> yeah. It's the, that is the low end of the, uh, Body mass index. The that's BMI. A, yeah, that's the low end of the BMI. Yeah, it would be fine for me to be at that. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, but I think because I lift, you know, I, I do do a lot of cardio, and then I because I lift and then I take my whey protein to build the muscle, mm -hmm. and so I think I'm. How long has Car Carrie been doing my fitness pal? So I, uh, since the beginning of the year. Has so it probably? I don't know. Actually, probably closer to the fourth or the fifth. Has she seen results? Is she, she happy with it? Good. Yeah. I don't know if heaven has. I just I. See, heaven's heaven doesn't log anything. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I, she started to, but she's she's hit and miss with logging. Yeah, she, and like I said, you know, going out and drinking, like you were talking about, why are you empty calories? Are you on my fitness pal too? Well, I'm, I'm on it, but I don't I don't oh, track because you didn't. You I was not, just curious where it, where it says. I was just and, curious. I didn't actually want to commit. That's exactly. It's like too much work. I looked at. It, I was like, oh my god, I have to put in how much lettuce I ate. <laughs> um, <laughs> you get away everything. You do and you don't. Actually, lettuce. I don't think you do. I don't think Carrie has. I don't think she does. We have a scale. We weigh a lot of stuff, but then you also become, you get, you develop a much sharper eye of what things weigh anyway. So you, you get to a point where you don't necessarily have to weigh it. You can tell that this is four ounces of meat or, or eight ounces or whatever. Probably the, they are eating more fish now. I'm not, but they are. The only, the, probably the only thing that I kind of went crazy weighing was pizza. Cause pizza is frustrating. I love pizza. And the, you look up, you, you can just fucking look up the calories for pizza and 
Little Caesars may be 300 calories a slice. Domino's may be 400. Amici's is, you know, 550. And you're just like, how is this even possible? What are we talking about here? So I, I did spend several hours one day weighing pizza and looking <laughs> it up and figuring out what it was roughly. Because there's also a lot of people on my fitness pal and on all these things that they like to lie. They'll log in a slice of Domino's is only 100 calories. And then it becomes propagated into the entire database. So they can just always choose and pretend that the they're... calorie slice of yeah, pizza. <laughs> at the end of the day, they'd be like, oh, I, I only had like 500 calories today. Yeah, right. Five you know. pieces of pizza. <laughs> yeah, they, and they, yeah, five pieces of pizza, nine fucking Cokes and everything else that they... So you'll see these numbers when you search in MyFitnessPal that are all over the place. And it's just people lying, people trying, you know, that's why they're fucking fat. So you invest a little bit of time and I've concluded that pizza is roughly a hundred calories per ounce. So that's the kind of the scale that I use or in my head. Is that just cheese? Does it matter if there's pepperoni and onions it, and all the other stuff? on? It does matter a little bit, but this is where things get difficult because after I calculated uh, numbers for various popular pizza companies, again, it just kind of floats. So that's why I went with, all right, I'm going to say a hundred calories an ounce and that's, and I'm just going to go with that. Because there's different thicknesses of bread, and then there's, you know, people put sugar in their sauce, how many pepperonis are on there. So if I'm eating a piece that's like 80 calories and I clock 100, or I eat a piece that's 120 and I clock 100, whatever, it's just close enough. And it's much better than sitting there going, I'm not going to eat pizza or, you know, because it's too many calories or choosing the wrong thing completely and either being way over or way under. I also, I've never eaten crusts. So when you look up the numbers, it'll be like a slice of Domino's, 220 calories. Well, okay, what is the crust? I don't eat the crust. So now I have to eat the crust to you know meet that so I know exactly what the numbers are. So do you eat the pizza, then weigh the crust? And I did. And ounces you can take away? I spent, I'd spent a bunch of time with a little fucking scale <laughs> next to me, and I was weighing crust to figure out how much crust on average weighs. So now... If I'm just out and about and we get a pizza, I can eat it. I don't eat the crust and I can look at it and I have a general idea how many ounces I ate, how many calories, how much crust, and then I can just kind of log it in and be fine. The other similar one is birthday cake. It's another one that's like all over the board. And I concluded that birthday cake is roughly 100 calories per ounce. And Did you have a birthday recently that you had cake at? Or is this just one of those things you're like, I wonder how much birthday cake is it? Well, there's been a few. I mean, we over the holidays, the people, there was cakes at you know various functions, and it's the same. You've uh, Okay, you got cake with buttercream frosting. It's a typical birthday cake. But still, it's you know that's what it is. So I had to calculate and figure out what the hell that shit was. And like I say, it's around 100 calories an ounce, which is just murder. Because the typical piece of cake, like you take a slice of cake and it's cut like it alcohol. In, yeah, you, about a hundred calories an ounce. You cut a cake and like, well, yeah, actually, it is. Alcohol <laughs> for, is for around, yeah. And see, the more that you do this, the more you realize. <laughs> <laughs> and people don't realize that when they're pouring a drink, how many calories are in that drink? But a slice of birthday cake can easily be six hundred to eight hundred calories. I believe that. Yeah. Um, it's just insane. A typical donut is about three hundred calories. Which is interesting because you like you can have a cake donut and be at around two fifty, or you can have a Bavarian cream and be at around three ten. And so that might as well go for the cream, right? That opened my eyes <laughs> to go, what am I fucking with this other stuff for? Like, if I'm having a donut, I'm just gonna have you know the donut, not try and have oh oh the worst actually, and this will surprise a lot of people probably. 
the sugar glazed, the ones that are just plain, but they have the sugar glaze all over them. Calories are through the roof because it's all just coated in sugar Mm -hmm. and they're not that good. Like I would creams are no, I would (laughs) rather warm Krispy Kreme. I'd rather have the cake donut with some frosting on it or, you know, the Bavarian cream than that twist. that's just covered in sugar, just syrupy sugar. I like is it the, the French curler. Is that what it's called? Kind of airy. Yeah. I like those. Uh, I like those too. The other one that might surprise you that's really bad is the old fashioned. Oh. That dense motherfucker is just <laughs> filled with calories. And then usually they're dipped in sugar also. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're just covered and yeah, so those things have a lot. Or chocolate. So anyway, after you after you really are diligent about it and you do it a lot, and look, I've only spent a few months doing this shit, it gets a lot easier to just figure out what things are and how to log things and it does. And, you, and, and typically, I imagine them. you eat the same things, right? I mean, you're not eating the same thing over and over, but oh, I said macaroni and cheese a couple of weeks ago. It's already right. in there. I can plug it in. Very, very much so. Like I have, we have the same salad every night with dinner, regardless of what we have for dinner. The salad has the same proportions of lettuce, tomatoes, car- carrots, cabbage in it. So you create your own meal of a salad. Every morning I eat the same thing for breakfast. So there's just my morning breakfast and I each morning I hit one button and it logs in all my coffee and my biscuit and all that shit. Now, I don't understand why my weightlifting doesn't count as calories. My elliptical, which my elliptical seemed odd also because I, I did the elliptical for uh, 40 minutes, I think is what it was. And the elliptical machine says that I had 300 calories. I plugged it into my fitness pal and it shows me 421, I think is what it gave me. Does understand. the elliptical machine know your weight? Yeah, your you plug age? in your weight. Oh, Do, you it, do? Doesn't, it doesn't put uh, age, it just puts your weight. Because all of that comes in And then play. your heart rate. And none of this is, I mean, it's all, none of it is 100% accurate. I know, it's just, uh, but 100, 120 differences, that's a lot of calories. That's a, well, it's not a donut because it's 300 something. Right. It's <laughs> an alcoholic beverage right there. Right. And sunflower seeds, I love sunflower seeds. Yeah. I did not realize how much they were for uh, <sighs> nuts in general man i realized they were bad but i didn't realize they were that many calories and how fast to eat sunflower seeds yeah you know it's a quarter cup is 190 calories of david's Uh uh-huh and quarter cup is just so easy to go through so that i mean that's the biggest life change that i probably made over the past couple of months is my intake of cheese and nuts has gone way down although i don't feel like i'm starving myself and i'm dieting but Months ago, before I started doing this, I always thought, oh, I'm hungry. You know, I'll, okay, I'll have cheese. There's protein and, and calcium and milk in it. So I'll just have this hunk of cheese. Yeah, yeah. Or Keep I'll... Fuller longer, right? The yeah. The protein's supposed it, to do that. Right. Or I'll grab this bowl of nuts or I'll have this, you know, hunk of peanut butter. Yeah, that shit is just damaged. That's just not... It, it's not the protein and it's just not what you think. It's just fucking calories and it's through the roof. I did a lot of sunflower seeds at night, like I'll be watching TV, but because they last longer. Like I can go grab a candy bar and within a couple of minutes it's gone. But, you know, sunflower seeds can last you like a half hour just sit there and eat them and spit them out. So you're looking for something to do with your hands. I don't know my hands because I put a bunch in my mouth and spit them out. So what about chewing gum? I, I don't know. I guess I could find a good piece of gum. See, I even for the longest time I chew gum if I'm hungry, but it's between it's not yet lunch or it's not yet dinner. Uh, at work, I'll, I'll chew gum. I'll chew probably six pieces of gum a day. And I think that, yeah, that curves the appetite. It gives your mouth something to do. Anyway, enough about weight loss. I'm sure people are <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and we're tuned out. Yeah.
People are just riveted by that. So what else? What else is going on? Uh, let's see. I think that's it for me. I did find come across an interesting article. Pimp sues Nike for not labeling shoes as dangerous. Have you heard about this one? I have not. Why do you think he would say that they are dangerous? Why would a pimp say that Nikes are dangerous? Suing Why him for $100 million dangerous? saying that Air Jordans actually is what they are, is what he's Specifically saying. Air Jordans. So I don't know. It's got to have something to do with he was supposed to run from the cops faster and they didn't work or the stripe on the side glowed and caused him to be caught. That wouldn't make them dangerous though. Dangerous. Why would they be dangerous? Um, Do those, do Nike's pump, do Air Jordans pump anymore? Uh, I don't think they do. I don't, I don't think they have since the eighties. Okay. I, I, I've never owned a pair of Jordans. Like, I haven't either, but I know they're expensive. I, I that's why I've never owned a pair. And that's why I don't know if they pump because I walk into Foot Locker and I look at the New Balance or the Adidas or Fila's or whatever else is on the shelf, and those are $60. And then you look at the one with the little Nike swoosh, and those are 100 And then it's got an Air Jordan logo on it. No, those are 150 mm-hmm. I'm like, well, it looks the fucking same as these. I'm not going to buy It does those. the same thing. So I've never I've, – I don't even think I've ever had a pair of Nikes on my feet. I don't even think I've ever tried them really? on. I just sort of looked at them and went, this is stupid. That being said, I believe we bought Deanna $130 pair of Nikes or $150 pair of Nikes that she could uh, work out in, that she just wears in the house in the one workout <laughs> room. So they should last a uh, hundred years, but whatever, whatever keeps her working out. I have had Nikes in the past. I haven't spent that much money. I'll go to Big Five when they have their sales or Ross and get them. Yeah, but I see, have, I haven't paid the when Big Five's having its sale. Nikes are sixty dollars, but the Adidas or the New Balance are twenty five. <laughs> so again, why the fuck would I buy Nikes? That is true. Anyway, so what what did this guy? How this? Why is this guy suing? All right. Well, it's a twenty six year old pimp. Uh, after brutally beating a man with his Nike Jordan shoes, a pimp filed a hundred million dollar lawsuit against Nike for not providing a warning label that their shoes could be used as a dangerous weapon. Oh god, <laughs> this won't even stick. Uh, well, of course it won't. In June, the guy's name. Sir Giorgio Sanford Clardy, 26, of Portland, Oregon, repeatedly stomped on the face Sir? of the client. His name is... Well, I, it's all one word, S-I-R-G-I-O-R-G-I-O. So Sir, Sir, Sir Giorgio. So I don't think he called himself Sir. Maybe he did. I don't know. Well, otherwise, why would they put Sir there? Uh, that's just like his first name, though. It's all just one word. It's not like Sir and then Oh, his word. parents named him Sir Giorgio. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Anyway, he stomped on the face of a client with Giorgio. So that means shoes. he's not British. Uh, the man required stitches and plastic surgery. The newspaper reports that the, the jury also found Clarity guilty of robbing the man and beating the 18-year-old woman he forced to work as a prostitute. Mm. Yeah, so it, yeah, it didn't go anywhere. But he, he did say that they should be potentially dangerous. Well, I mean, he's got a point. The sticker that's on vending machines that shows the guy tipping <laughs> it over. over. Yeah. <laughs> or ladders. You could fall off. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm a big proponent of let's just remove all warning labels and let nature take its course. And the Darwinism, absolutely. Yeah. But the government isn't behind me on that one. Coffee is too hot. Mm. Your, uh, your cruise control doesn't actually drive your car. Who thinks that? Oh, you haven't heard that one? No, I've never even seen that label. <laughs> it's actually in, the, in, the, in your owner's manual now. They had to print it in your owner's manual that the cruise control will not drive yourself because there is a guy who want, bought like a new Winnebago, an RV. Uh huh. Decided to make himself some coffee, put it on cruise control, went in the back, yeah. the crash. <laughs> That's awesome. And and he won that case. People are dumb. People yes. are dumb. They. <laughs> 
But we get dumber or smarter as a group, as I've learned. Dumber or smarter? Something called morphic resonance. You ever heard of this? I have not heard of that. It's interesting. <laughs> Basically, they did the study uh, that they took a crossword puzzle and people on the East Coast solved, they had them solve the crossword puzzle. And two days later, people on the West Coast were able to solve the crossword puzzle faster. So the more time that goes by, the knowledge emits into the air and becomes more common knowledge or it's or it's somehow... How are we admitting it into the air? Exhaling it? All right, here's... Here's where I'll rewind a bit. It started with, they have these, uh, the farms have these hoof grates when you cross, when you drive over, you know what that is? Okay. Mm -hmm. The cattle, a lot of the time you pull into a farm and you're like, how come the cattle just doesn't run out the driveway? Uh, It's because there's a grate on the ground and the uh, animals will, their hooves will get stuck and they can't cross it. So on the East Coast, a farmer one day observed a sheep lying down on the grate, rolling over, and getting across to the other side of the grate. (laughs) That's pretty smart. Right. A week later, completely unrelated, no connection whatsoever, on the West Coast, a farmer observed a sheep doing the same thing. So this opened up, how do animals communicate with each other? And is there something that, morphic resonance, something that like they put out or they convey back and forth to each other? Well, in humans, it's always been said that if you want to be smart, uh, surround yourself by smart people. You know, the smarter people that are around you, the smarter that you'll become. We've always just assumed that that's because you rise to the occasion or, uh, you know, you bullshit your way through it or, you know, because they're smart, you become guilty by association. But they did this thing with the crossword puzzle where they took the London Times crossword puzzle, gave it to a group of people in, in, in the East Coast to do it. And then took a group of people on the West Coast who had not seen the crossword puzzle at all. Two days later, they were able to do it faster. They, they, they had two control groups, but then two days later, they were able to do it faster. So the idea is, is like our brains have grown just through time and from caveman. We begin to retain more. So as a species, we either become smarter or dumber. Think of... There's a lot of dumb people. You can take... A tiger, you could take a, an eagle, you, you, just about any, we'll, we'll use a, an aggressive, any aggressive animal, let's say, and raise it to try and be your pet. But you can't, you almost never can raise out of the animal its fear of you or its attack of you, as we learned with Siegfried and Roy. An animal can turn at any moment. So there's something inherently in them that we try changing as we you know, make an animal a pet, but a bird inherently is afraid of people. You just can't go by that mom and dad taught the little sparrow to fly away from people. But the little sparrow knows to fly away from people and not to fly away from other birds or to fly away from a squirrel. But cats, it's got to flee. How? So the thought is, is that this is somehow some telepathy is kind of a hokey pokey science fiction word to use, but it sort of fits. Uh, and that's why they came up, I think, with this name morphic resonance, that the intelligence or that we somehow convey that between each other. This is something to be fearful of, or this is something that we just learn and we become smarter of. So that's uh, interesting. Yeah. I know plants do that. You watching, know plants do that? There's a thing. Well, there's... if you know plants do that, <laughs> well, then I was you watching have a study, thing on, sir. On, on discovery or something, one of those 
I'll show my biology class that, kid, that plants uh, talk to each other. I never realized they did, but they're actually a lot smarter okay. than, we, than we give them credit for. So if one plant is, so let's say you, if one plant, so an example is what, what's the one giraffes eat? Is it not eucalyptus? What's the, whatever the tree. We'll say eucalyptus. Whatever, what, whatever it is. People can fact check if they want. If the, if a plant is starting to get eaten by a giraffe, mm-hmm. the plant starts putting out like a poison or a bitter taste for the, so the giraffe won't eat it anymore. Okay. Well, other trees around will start generating the same poison, even they're not, even though they are not being invaded by a giraffe yet. Okay. So they must feed off each other somehow. So a giraffe has to sneak up on the tree. Didn't. <laughs> and then it has to like run a distance across where maybe the other plants haven't heard yet and sneak up on that one. So does a giraffe spend all its time just going from one end of the farm to the other end of the farm back and forth? Is that that I don't know. It's a, but they have to talk to each other somehow because otherwise, how are they going to know? I don't. What happens when you clip the plant? Is it now dead? Because then, like, wouldn't hay have caught on to this? <laughs> all livestock. It's the happening all over again. <laughs> hay is the now wind is blowing everywhere. all the. It, it's going to be the happening. Not so, that anyone saw that movie because it sucked, but. If I get five plants, it, did, it had the great line, cheese and crackers, <laughs> by a fucking Marine. Yeah, so uh, ridiculous. Yes, it was horrible. But and they do so, talk to each other. So if, like, let's say you get, you get six plants in a room and you deliberately water five of them. <laughs> one of them <laughs> what, do they start feeling off? bad for the one? I'm dying. Why is he so mean to that one? I don't know. Apparently right now they're saying that the plants are sensing the drought. Like plants are not blooming as much as they, as they normally are right now yeah. because they know that there's a drought going on. I mean, I could see that. that because Even if you water it, if you're out there watering, I have a garden oh. and I'm out there watering it constantly, I'm, I still would not get the same blooms. Well, that doesn't make sense because you can, we fool plants with greenhouses. So our plants doesn't make on sense, our properties that are getting, sprink, getting automatic sprinklers, they shouldn't have any idea. You wouldn't think so, but they do. But wait a minute, but the blooming also might have to do with less bees. Or the and the bees not pollinating because of the drought. Well, there's the, there's still a ton of bees out there. There aren't enough. Bee numbers are coming down. That <laughs> which shit, is going to kill us all. That shit is going to tip the scale. Someone's been watching the bee movie. We get to a point. Yeah, we do. Get, <laughs> we do get to a point where the scale tips, and there's just fucking nothing you can do. We're headed downhill. There's nothing we can do for you, bro. That's right. Nothing we can do for you. There's bro. nothing. We there's can no do more for bees. You. What can we do? But think about that. In the, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, there is a point where we do tip and. I and I think it, we slide fucking down the other side pretty rapidly. Like well, once they're gone, they're gone. Yeah, it's not like you can bring them back. Yeah, be once the moment that bees are gone, it's going to affect us. I think within a year. Like I, I can't imagine it being longer than that we'll because they a way to pollinate, but we can't as humans. I don't think we can pollinate as quick or as fast as. We'd have to run around, as men. We'd be running around sticking our penises in one flower and then into another. <laughs> That's right. Our pistols. People like to think that, oh, you know, we've got a, a few hundred years or a few thousand years left or the ice caps melting and all that sort of thing. Ah, oh, it's no big deal. So it's just getting one degree cooler a year or a half a degree cooler or half a degree hotter or whatever way you're looking at it. I think that we get to a point, though, where like once we've crossed seven degrees or eight degrees, whatever that magic number is, like over the next three months, it drops like 400 degrees. Like we just are fucked. <laughs> Goodbye. Look at the East Coast. not going to work for you? Right now, the East Coast. Jesus Christ. It's like freezing. It's deathly freezing. (laughs) The vortex, polar vortex, is what it's called. And here we are on the West Coast. This is the warmest January I think we've ever had. I'd much rather have this than that. 
Sure, but it doesn't work. <laughs> like, no, it does not. But this is much. This better. means that next January it's a hundred degrees, and the following January it's three hundred yeah, degrees. In cycles. It's not going it to be does. like that. In the next five years, we'll probably have another one, which will be hotter than this. Although one. that's the Republican thinking. There's no global warming. It's just going in well, a cycle. Global warming, but it's global warming has gone on for centuries. Oh, again, the Republican thinking. Look at you all over there, conservative. <laughs> That's it. This has been happening for centuries. Uh, well, if you follow, Us humans if are not affecting the planet. I'm not saying that, but there has been global warming in the past, and it, it'll happen again. Yeah. Is, is, are we helping it along? We're absolutely helping it along. Yeah. Well, you can't argue with the photographs of the ice caps, and that hasn't happened. Well, yeah, that has happened before, and there was an ice age. Exactly. <laughs> and, and shit went odd, downhill fast. Odds are it'll you know probably what? happen again. That It's exactly like that. It'll it's, happen in my lifetime? No, so I won't worry about it. It's I'm going to have my plastic you know, bags. I'm going to drive my big cars. I don't know. It might happen in our lifetime. It's like the moment in, in uh, Ice Age when shit, like, at the beginning, everything's fine. By the Two hours later, by the end of that movie, shit has frozen over. They are fucked. This is true, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that happen. I don't think we're going to fall over that quick. I don't know. Well, I need to spend more money then. I'm not saying that we are. I'm not saying that we are, and I'm just, I don't know. I don't know where the tipping point is. I can tell you that I do not see as many butterflies as I did when I was a kid, and I don't know where they went. They're in Pismo. Pismo Beach? Yes. It's a whole monarch butterflies up there. Bees, it doesn't seem to be as many. Even gnats. I remember as a kid, we'd be outside playing and there would be like swarms of gnats. I don't even see that much anymore. So, yeah, shit's changing, man. Oh, they are. Bees bees disappears. The black rhino. Not the one that they have the $300,000 guy just went hunting for him. Oh, did he win? Did someone win the auction? They auctioned him off in yeah. Texas to kill a rhino in Zimbabwe yeah, or something, something like that. that. Yeah. Uh, so three hundred grand is that what it went I think for? It's what, yeah, right on. And he so and he went He went yeah. through with it. That I don't know because of all the controversy over it. I don't know if he actually went to did it or not. Hmm. But it, it's been in the paper saying that he won. Well, good for him. I don't know. Like, yeah. It was a non-breeding male. Who exactly. Was old anyway, and it's not going to change the uh, anything except for. He wouldn't no longer be around. They were using it. They, yeah, they were uh, going to raise to raise money to save other rhinos, and I believe the uh, rhino meat is supposed to be used to feed uh, locals or something. Yeah, like and the horn is supposed to be used for yeah, something. It's, it's like the whole GoDaddy. He goes and he kills the elephants, and it gets used for the uh, locals, the tribes that never have meat. Yeah, but still does not look good as the CEO of GoDaddy. <laughs> to be running around with a gun or with YouTube videos of you running around shooting elephants. That's not going to be a, a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I saw, I think it was the Seahawks. There was a, a guy, black guy, long hair. When they went to go interview him, he, Whoopi had, Goldberg. he had a rant. Yes. He went off on a rant. What did Whoopi Goldberg? What do you, what does he look like? Whoopi? Okay. <laughs> this, this dreads but what was his rant? It was so weird. Like he was At like, the very you end, get in front of me. I'm going to crush you. God damn it. I'm Some the best crazy. corner in the game. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. He, he, he knocked down a pass that won the game because it was a touchdown is in the end zone. Oh, so pass. he was just gloating is all it was. Yeah. It sounded well, like he was, well, if was, you see the whole thing yet, yeah, when he rants, he's doing it to Aaron Anders, Andrews, Aaron yeah, Andrews. It, it seems like, he and, was she, and she's like, uh, Right, and they she end up was yeah. But after that play, he went over and smacked Michael Crabtree in, in the ass, a little pat or whatever, and, and said something to him. Michael Crabtree went off on him, saying, "You know, he's 
nothing, blah, blah, blah. And that's what the rant came in. We didn't see or hear the exchange between them before mm. that. And then when he got the microphone, he was just all fired up from what he had said. Yeah, people kind of bashed him and got crazy over it. I mean, he didn't really say anything wrong. And I heard people defending him going, you know, this guy came up from Compton. You know, he came up from nothing and he made it to this point. Cut him some slack. And I wasn't really on one side of the fence or the other. Just I saw it and I'm like, what the fuck is he talking about? The timing about? was like, bad. I don't, I don't for understand you what you're talking that about, dude. Because she, you just won your chance, your, your, your ticket to the Super Bowl. Yeah. And she's asking you, how would your team do? How do you feel and all that? It's not about you. It's not bringing your team down because right. now everyone thinks Seattle Seahawks sucks. Right. I mean, they really did hurt the That's Seattle your Seahawks. I'm going to Disneyland moment. <laughs> exactly. Right. That's the best thing. Afterwards, when they're doing the press junket, then you go ahead and you, you rant off of whatever he said, but you don't do it right away when she's like, hey, you just made the best play of the game. You guys are going to the Super Bowl. How do you feel? One of the best corner ever. But he does look like Whoopi Goldberg with his dreads. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So what else? Uh, well, we couldn't go uh, on, on fraternity and, and black because uh, recently, and this is not bad. Well, this is bad. Not that I meant the, the fraternity and, and the black thing, but um, you're digging Arizona's, a hole over there. <laughs> digging a Martin hole. Luther King Day just happened, right? Uh huh. Fraternity in Arizona decides to have itself a party for Martin Luther King Day. Okay. What do you think it would consist of? A party for MLK Day? Yeah. I mean, uh, you got to have a party. There's always a party for something, right? They wore black masks. You're close. Let me show you all. Uh, it says, civil rights leaders are calling the expulsion of members of the Arizona State University chapter Tau Kappa Epsilon, who planned and participated in a Martin Luther King-themed party that mocked black people. Oops. The fraternity suffered public backlash Tuesday after photos were posted over the weekend of attendees wearing stereotypical clothing, such as baggy basketball jerseys, bandanas, baseball caps, worn mm. backwards, and drinking out of watermelon cups. What is a watermelon cup? That's one of like the small watermelons that they cut in half. Oh, what is dogs, so, dogs choking? <laughs> he's in choking there. in there. Yeah. Anyway, it, can you, as a fraternity, like no one thought like, hey, this isn't very good. Yeah, that's pretty we're... bad. If they had all, shown I mean, obviously up, there is more, but it's when I think of Martin Luther King. I mean, you think of that the his haircut and his the mustache. He's a, but sure. I always think of him in a suit. Yeah. So exactly. if you had an MLK Day party and everybody was wearing a suit, that would be okay. But if everybody's just dressing like stereotypical African Americans, yeah, throwing gang signs yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, you're not having an African uh, or um, MLK Day. You're having a let's bash an, an urban bash party <laughs> yeah. or something. That's something completely different. So yeah, they're they're screwed. Yeah, it was a bad idea. Yeah, um, but yeah, and then throwing be in like, the hey, let's have a white sheet party, and then throw yeah, and then throwing in the watermelon cups like. Why would you have that? I yeah, that's that, nothing to do with MLK. That just becomes more stereotypical urban. But even then, I have never heard of, of African-Americans drinking out of watermelon cups. No, I, I haven't either. I mean, they, but you know, you've heard the, the watermelon, they eat the watermelon, whatever. A watermelon cup, as you've just described it, it sounds like white ass tourists to me. <laughs> like that's what the most white of cracker tourists buy when they are on vacation. Somewhere. The <laughs> water balloons right. are being some rum in it and a, right. a, a couple umbrellas, and you're good. To Total go. gluttonous in that uh, we took this beautiful watermelon, we hacked it in half, scooped out the all the, the fruit, inside. threw it away, dumped some booze in here, and gave it to you for twenty bucks. Yeah. That's not. That doesn't sound like the urban drink to me. No, uh, and, uh, but I see where they were going. 
<laughs> I, I don't see where they were going. Well, I mean, I see where they were going now with the urban with the watermelon drinks. They were trying to use watermelons to make fun of African Americans. But the whole thing wasn't to make fun, though. So why would you like in honor of? It like, was obviously to make fun. Like these are college kids. These are kids in college who should know better than the whole segregation and which stereotypical. Which means it was obviously to make fun. They were poking fun at African Americans. I guess there were no which, which makes you wonder exactly. Is there no African Americans in the fraternity? Yeah, I'm guessing not. Which is just. Do crazy. you have any African Americans in uh, your we fraternity? We do. Do you have any gays? That I don't know. I, I can't. Are you? A, it. Is your fraternity a don't ask, don't tell policy? <laughs> That's, that is a good question. I, well, I'm not active, so I, I can always ask Daniel and see if we there see are. I I don't know. I mean, we have one. Well, my, has my Daniel, little brother is is Asian. So has so Daniel come matter. out yet? Maybe that's, <laughs> that's just what we need to find out. <laughs> don't ask, don't tell. Nothing we can do for you, bro. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. I have no no idea. Uh, but how can college kids and these are kids they are not all freshmen these are kids who are you know seniors actives or sometimes even a year after so five years in college like no one would step in and say yeah they knew that's just it they knew they knew better but how 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 would you not say if something like that was going on in my fraternity i'm pretty sure somebody would be going no this ain't cool we're not doing this you know arizona is just filled with uh white women with boob jobs and yeah i did i I think, yeah, just the crackers, cracker-ass <laughs> motherfuckers just when we're making fun idiots. of people. Yeah, it's dumb. Bad for fraternities. So now fraternity, everyone's like, oh, fraternities are idiots. All because of this. Not, not that this is one thing, but something else that people can add to the pile of why well, fraternities I mean, are dumb. In general, you could, I mean, the general thing would be that kids of that age are fucking idiots. And we've oh, talked about that before. They are. And then these days, you have to have a college degree to get a job, but a college degree does you no fucking good. So there's a weird quandary to be in with that, right? There, that was very true. I get out of college with an eighty thousand dollar loan, and uh, I can work at McDonald's. Yeah, you're not qualified to do anything, <laughs> but McDonald's is requiring college graduates to, you know, work there. Everyone has to go to college. We need thinkers, not doers. Yeah, no, we need doers. Oh, I, I'm with you. I, yeah. I, our school system sucks because of that. We need a nation yeah. of doers, and then those doers can try and figure out how to be thinkers. Uh, but and if you can't, then you just keep doing. Not everyone should go to college. We need people going. And my plumber, I'm sure, makes more than I do, and I'm a professional. Yeah, he with a master's does. degree. But yeah, I'm sure he does. Probably does. But firefighters, they make more than I yeah. do. When and that's when, just a high school degree. When sewage is coming back up to your toilet, you'll pay anything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. Very true. What else, man? Uh, let's see. What else has been going on in my life? Uh, Nothing. I played some drinking games with Heaven's Friends the other night. Oh, I read, um, this is in Playboy, beer pong balls tested when beer pong is played outdoors have an average of 300 trillion microbes of bacteria on the I ball. I read that. I read that before also. But when the when beer pong is played indoors, it's only 200 microbes. Yeah. And then the, the ball wash, you know, you always have a cup on the side where you, you know, you dunk the ball. Right. You it does do nothing. That. No, I know. And I always thought that was weird because we do do it because it's just tradition. It's what you do. But do I know that it's, Oh, my ball's going to be totally clean now. Cause I put it in water. That's been sitting there and had so many balls dunked in it. Right. So the first time it does something the second time, maybe, but yeah, you start getting around the sixth, seventh time and ain't doing anything. You're just now, well, even even the first time, water doesn't get rid of all that microbes. No, not at all. But your uh, the idea would be is the ball was clean before you started, so now you're just kind of rinsing off whatever dirt. Because the if well, I guess it depends on how much the ball rolled. 
because if the ball just kind of landed and didn't roll much, then very little of the ball is actually covered on, by dirt the first yeah. time. So rinsing it might get it off. Either way, it's just, it's, I don't know. I always thought it was, uh, I haven't played beer pong, and I always thought it was a disgusting game. And also stupid. I just kind of—it's fun. It's just—it's just something to do. To whatever works for you, man. I, I enjoy it. I enjoyed games like uh, uh, quarters and and chandelier and speed quarters. Yeah, see, and, they don't do quarters anymore. No, I know people. It's all—it's everything's with the ping pong balls now. So yeah. chandeliers is now called gaucho ball or rage ball. Yeah, let's let's uh, put line up a bunch of cups of beer that makes me have to urinate and fills me up with calories and makes me feel bloated uh, and doesn't get me that, you know, as drunk as fast. So let's line all those up, then throw a dirty ping pong ball into it and make each other drink as opposed to sitting there with a shot glass of hard liquor, getting drunk faster at a table. <laughs> I, I don't understand wait, wait, with the quarter. This is, this is with like, the quarter that's God knows been where, wherever. Well, yeah, but alcohol is not water. You drop a quarter in, you know, something that's a hundred proof. It gets bacteria goes away immediately. <laughs> I it, would say all bacteria is gone. That shit disappears quick. Pretty sure not all bacteria. They gone use that it. stuff on wounds. They're <laughs> antiseptic before you're, you're much uh, yeah, but cleaner. You, drink it, uh, you know, you, you drink your 70, so this is, 70 proof, which is only 35% alcohol. This is the frats of America. This is the stupidity. They think that beer pong is, you know, a much better thing to play than quarters. But whatever. Well, I think it's just much easier. Quarters, I think you have to have a pretty solid surface. There's a lot of stuff you have to have for quarters. Beer pong. Whereas you would need solo cups and some ping pong balls. Beer Nothing's going to break. Beer pong is clearly about creating something that is more of a, a spectacle and a show off. So girls can watch and you can display quarters some, is the exact same some thing. sort of a male bravado uh, skill. Look at, uh, you know, uh, I'm I the don't, best see, at I don't that because there are girls who can play beer pong just as well but that's just as, it that causes them to and, want to step and quarters up. and all i'm the talking other games. i'm not i'm talking about the crux of it i'm talking about where guys are like hey let's if we we have this big table then everybody can see us they watch us you know we become the center of attention then people are like how'd you do that i want to try it and all this fucking <laughs> stupid shit it's just typical male ego yeah I don't see and, and you know then girls stand around and watch and they're like oh my god michael's so good at <laughs> so it. Good. And then uh, michael show me how to throw a ping pong ball and then of course as things evolve girls become just as good at it as guys do or better at it or whatever but the point is is that's the evolution of the game as as opposed to just sitting around a table and tossing a quarter into a cup which i think is a far better skill yeah well i, I don't know i think it's it's pretty much the same beer pong is hard yeah whatever. quarters is hard uh, beer pong is stupid and quarters ruins tables I mean, we would sit on this table and play quarters? No, fuck no. But exactly. We used to have specific tables for quarters, the four mica tables. But but you want to play? I mean, your table is actually pretty good size for beer pong. We could play it right here. We could play beer and pong and it wouldn't too. hurt your table at all. Well, the beer ends up splattering all over the place, and I'm then that sure starts that's soaking that. into the wood. And well, I'm then, pretty sure you clean that up. And beer doesn't get splashed. You only put like a quarter beer in a yeah, solo cup. Whatever. It's not like the thing's full. You're trying to justify. You're using. I'm the, saying you have the perfect table for beer pong. This is the same attitude you use when I'm like, you're an alcoholic. You start coming up with all these excuses, and when I'm like, you know, an alcoholic. Or when I'm like, you to spend too much money. All these excuses. I do come spend up too much you money. Start, you start I, to I, I rationalize. my mind. I, have, I, I, I don't spend too much money. But the ice age is coming. When We're you going, say it, the, the when you say it, it's coming. fine though. But when I say it, then all of a sudden all these rationalizations come out. Then it becomes like, well. 
we go to the river every year. It's our summer home. So, you know, we should we will buy, be getting a bigger trailer. We should buy a brand new trailer. <laughs> we will be getting a bigger. We one. just, you know, we spend so much time there. But we so do. We justify it. See, there we go. And I would like That's to buy the excuse I, voice. That's the same beer pong voice. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, for sure. Because beer pong's totally different. Because beer pong and quarters, it's just a neater, easier game than quarters. Now, my trailer, do I need a new trailer? I, no, I mean, I, the other one works, yes. But I'd like a new one because we do spend a lot of time there. Yeah, so you sell the other one, you buy a new one, whatever. No big deal. I, you know, I'm also like, for the same price, I could buy an actual trailer there that's on a little piece of land, but then you have to pay whatever the rent because it's a mobile home park de- type deal. I don't know if I want to do that because then your your payment suddenly turns into double because you got to pay the $150, $200 per month. Exciting. I've tuned out. And I'm out. It's like calories. <laughs> Insane. Um, have we talked about Squatty Potty? No. Do you know what Squatty Potty is? I do not know what Squatty Potty is. Have you ever been to someone's house or and walked into their bathroom and there was a little stool near the toilet? Like it looked like a little footstool. You ever seen one? Or I don't think so, no. So apparently uh, as – okay – I mean, I, I guess I have, if I've seen, like, if they have little kids, I've seen, like, little things that stand And there you up. go. And I had always attributed it. It's usually someone's house that has little kids, and I always thought it was just, it was something that had to do with the kids and never gave it any further thought than that until I heard of Squatty Potty. Apparently, as cavemen uh, or and women, when we shit or used to, when we used to shit, you would squat down and basically sit on your ankles, like squat down that much. And I guess your body lines up perfectly that way, your colon or your digestive system, whatever, that shit can come out of you just smoothly, just go just straight out, right? So you dig a hole, you squat down, basically sit on your ankles, and you can get a much more efficient shit. Like, it doesn't feel that much better. You're like, oh, God, that was so I don't good. know. I haven't, was... I haven't tested this. This is, just, this is what I heard about squatty body. But maybe, I mean, there's, when you look at the diagrams, it is a straight shot, or at least that's the way the diagrams draw it. But as we've developed toilets and as we sit down on a toilet, the way that you sit and the way that your spine curves, your colon is actually now at a curve. So you're having to work harder to have a bowel movement. Well, I know that I don't like sitting on like the handicapped ones because sometimes they're taller. Yeah, that can be annoying, and you know, especially if you're going to settle in for a few minutes, and then your <laughs> your legs start to get numb. You know, they go to sleep. Uh, so you, that becomes even worse, though, because now your legs are even bent further. So they developed. You can find it at squattypotty.com, but it's basically just a stool. So you, imagine you go and you a sit stool on the toilet. for your stool. Yes, a stool for your stool. Exactly. You go and you sit on the toilet. Imagine that you're sitting there, and then you take this stool and you put it in front of you and raise your feet on it. So now you've raised your feet off the ground like 12 inches and, and you are now simulating that squat, sit on your ankle kind of thing. And you've created a, a straighter pattern for you to shit. People who have bought this just think it's the greatest thing in the world. Like it just, it has revolutionized their shitting. Hmm. Including and the, where I heard about this was actually. Is there anything proprietary about it? Or can we go ahead and just start? No, you them? can make a squatty potty. You can, we can start <laughs> a stool stool, it. a stool stool. Yeah. I heard about it on the Howard Stern show. Robin quivers is a, an avid user of the squatty potty and has been for years and was, they were trying to tell Howard that he should use it. And there's other people on the show who are like, Oh yeah, yeah we have a squatty potty at home. 
And I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? Like, this is a thing that this is the first time I even heard about it. And apparently it's a movement that's already, you know, gained steam. People are like fucking really on board with the squatty potty. So I didn't, I didn't know if you knew about it. I did not know. You and your kids at school, if it's a thing, if now they have to, you have to reteach children how to shit properly or. I don't know, but Shark Tank, a stool stool. A stool stool instead of the squatty potty. Yeah. Can you imagine? You see uh, Damon or Mark being like. <laughs> You know, I'm already in this industry, and uh, we've already taken a strong foothold with a similar Mr. Wonderful will be all over it. Mr. Wonderful. Something proprietary. <laughs> proprietary. It's not proprietary. No, no, it's a stool. That, over, the, over the term, the royalties. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I'll give you $50,000, but I get $1 per <laughs> stool stool for the and, rest of your life. Yep. People who don't watch Shark Tank have no idea what the fuck we're no, talking about. But I'm, there you go. Stool. With a little exponent of two, so it just looks like it says stool when you instead of having a stool stool because that look weird in your bathroom. Oh, but you can have a logo stool on front. squared. Yeah, stool to the power of two. Yeah. Stool, so it could be a square stool, and it's stool squared, which would be a stool stool. Right on. So that's uh, it's squatty. <laughs> Wouldn't be hard to make. Now you know. Mm. No, it's, it's how, how much do these things go for. Like if I wanted to buy one, how much would one cost me? I, I mean, can know, I just go into my my garage and pull out a milk crate and go ahead and throw that down? Here, there, there's a picture for the home audience. There's a picture of the plastic squatty potty. Your health matters. You can order now. And there we go. See the digestive system? Oh, that's much better. Look I'm at sure that. people at home. There's a video. What is it? <laughs> you, you want, who wants to watch the video? Someone taking a stool. A nice picture of a toilet there. Oh, it's just music. So this is really compelling for... <laughs> But yeah, they have this little vortex thing showed up. Like they've got with a path. What's the triangle? The path pathogorium theory. Pythorium uh, theory. Uh, a squared plus B squared <laughs> equals C squared. Yeah. Pythagorean theorem. Yeah, there we go. The theory, not theorem. Theory. Theory. Theorem the- is a, a math problem that's hard to solve or whatever. That would be Pythagorean, wouldn't it? Your, a plus this is a your colon, three to six feet long. Colon moves waste to the so rectum for thing? elimination. It has a natural kink that maintains continence. Continence, yeah. Yeah, humans have squatted for millennia until the advent of the modern toilet. And there's the kinked colon. They got that little picture. Oh, yeah, that's... See? But then with Squatty Potty, the colon opens up so you can get the shit out better. So now, this week, I want you to get one. Now, I will talk say about this. it next week. And here's something to think about. Because after I learned about the squatty potty, this did occur to me. Sometimes when I am sitting on the toilet and I'm I'm going, I do raise my le- my knees up, like on my the balls of my feet, on my toes almost, while I'm going. I've noticed that. So think about that next time <laughs> next you're on time the I- toilet. Think about the position of your. Are your feet flat or are you actually raising them up? Oh, tiptoe type. Tiptoe. Now, yeah. how much does this cost? You haven't. Twenty four ninety nine. Twenty four ninety nine for, for a, a little stool, stool, stool. That's for a stool stool. That's the squatty echo. Apparently, they have other squatties. Oh, they, they're, are they more expensive? Also, like doctors' get... endorsements, videos, medical case studies, press. Oh, facts. Frequently asked questions. How do I get the best results? Relax. <laughs> Actually, let the body do the work. Actually, it's relaxed with an exclamation point. So it's really relax. <laughs> the optimal elimination posture is a relaxed position as close as possible to a natural squat. Squatting becomes easier with continued use as your body adjusts to the new squatty potty toilet posture. 
toilet. Will it work with my toilet? <laughs> Squatty potty works perfectly with any standard toilet. See size and measuring guide below. You got to be kidding. Now, is, it, is it collapsible? Can you take it with you? Is it something you can put into your uh, suitcase? Like if, I, if I'm using a squatty potty at home all the time and getting nice, relaxed, I want to take it on vacation where I want to be totally relaxed, right? You should. So you should buy two, one for the home and one for travel. But if it doesn't fold up, I'd make it a pain in the ass to carry. I don't know. Maybe they're squatty potty travel. How often should I use my squatty potty? Use maybe that's what we should make for Shark Tank, the squatty potty travel. Uh, use squatty stool, potty stool every time you go to the bathroom, even when you tinkle. Actually, there's an exclamation point on the end of that, so it's like even when you tinkle. But is that is that for women there's and guys? Of, like, do I need to be raised up a little bit, or do I just need to sit down when I pee? What's it saying there? Of the exclamation point on this website. Success stories. You're going to read about. Real success stories for the squatty potty. <laughs> I had such a great stool. It was awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. Before, I like now I shit like a pro. <laughs> Thank you, squatty Before potty. Before squatty potty, I couldn't do it very good. And well, now. What's the name of the Seattle Seahawks guy? <laughs> Imagine him. He's like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I am the best. I am the best shitter yeah. there is in the, in the uh, NFL. We're going. It's the Super Bowl of shitting. The squatty potty. The stool stool. There we go. The There's stool. there. I think we get funding. For Mark Cuban's in for it. You know Mark Cuban would be. Mm. Oh, you know who you need for that is what's her name from QVC. <laughs> yeah. If we could do the stool stool and get it get uh, get it on QVC, yeah, yeah get it Q- absolutely. Yeah. Yen? No. <laughs> I don't think it's. Well, when I'm a multimillionaire, go for it from man. stools. You go for it. I'll uh, I'll I'll cheer for you on the sidelines. <laughs> All right. Thanks. So, uh, cool. Anything else? Daniel got his pins taken out. Did I not talk about that before? Uh, we haven't talked about it on podcast. Oh, uh, he had, well, cause he, you know, he has, his, he had two screws put in through his ankle, through his tendons or whatever. Right. And he broke them. He broke them, but he broke one in two places, which is, co- or one in one place. So, so it's two and parts, he broke which two is common in one place? and broke one in two different places. So it broke into three pieces, which is very uncommon. Two of them in one place. Well, he broke one in, he only had two. So broke one in two pieces and broke one in three pieces. And the doctor had never seen that before. Okay. So his would have been a lot easier had he not broke it in three places because the surgery took a lot longer. But he's up and he's off his crutches now. That was only a week ago. Cool. Week and a half ago. So, yep, there's Daniel's story. Nothing exciting there. And uh, Your wife has healed? Uh, no, she actually, she hers may still be broken. Mm. Uh, she, has, she just did the, uh, was it the CAT scan. Is that what it was? It wasn't the MRI. But there's another one she did. Hmm. And she goes to the doctor in two weeks, I think, to find out if it's still broken and what to do if it is. So she may actually have to have it rebroken. Nice. Yeah. And, back, and, awesome. back, and back in a cast for a while. <laughs> yeah. She's looking forward to that. Yeah. That just sounds great. Sounds like there's no pain involved in that. <laughs> nope. Good times. It was, uh, it was Oscar season. We had a bunch of screeners. What have you seen? Uh, let's see. Inside Lewin Davis, everyone's like, oh, the, the Coen brothers is going to be so great. You know, it should be up for best picture. Uh, I stopped at a half hour before the end, which is usually odd for me because usually I'll finish the whole thing. Mm. And then uh, a couple of days ago, I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go. There's a half hour left. I'm going to see how much better this thing can get. Mm-hmm. It got worse. Mm-hmm. It's just horrible. Uh, Justin Timberlake is awesome, and I love Justin Timberlake. The Not tra- that he has a big part. The trailer looks terrible. The trailer looks. I. I. It's the only movie that I watch the trailer of, and I'm like, why would I watch this? Yeah, but well, you I don't, don't need to. There's nothing like the if one someone, song with Justin Timberlake is just funny, and and other than that, I. I, I don't know. I haven't. I haven't rolled it yet, but uh, it. I. 
just doesn't look like there's anything there. Did yeah. you see? Did you see Rush? I did see Rush. What did you think of Rush? I actually I liked Rush. Why? I just thought it was interesting. I thought you know you have what the was two opposites. You know you have the guy who's like. You remember yeah. Stallone's driven? I don't remember. I, to be honest, I, I that's don't the remember. one where they they're racing the a Formula, Formula One, one yeah. car down a Los Angeles yeah. street. I know, I've and the seen girl's it, dress but... flies up. No, I just thought it was interesting, you know, because you have the the two opposites. You have the guy who is seems kind of like on the spectrum, like this is racing, this is what I know how to do, da da da. Not no social skills. He's devoted. Like he's diligent. He's he could. You know, this it is what it he seems like he do. could be on the spectrum because he has sure. no social skills whatsoever. Sure. He races. Sure. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't talk to anybody else. No one likes him. Then you have the guy who's like, all right, I'm going to party. I'm going to take it to the edge, and you know, this is what I do. Yeah. So, and then when they're showing pictures at the end, I'm like, dude, they, those, they did really good casting because both of those yeah. guys are like, wow. But. The story, I mean, you've got that same story in color or in uh, Days of Thunder and in plenty of other movies where you've got the slacker guy versus, you know, the guy who's working hard on it. And in Rush, the guess who comes out on top? The yeah. same well, person that well, always that, comes out on top in and all the of those end movies. was kind of, you know, there's this build up for the, you know, the big win, da, 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 da. And then at the end, when he just goes out, you're like, yeah, it was very anticlimactic. Oh. I mean, that's what happened, and I understand that. I, but you know, that's like, a true yeah. story, and that's what he did. But you're like, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. I I thought it was it was just okay. I mean, it's certainly not worth an, uh, an Oscar. I don't, I don't or know if I'd like watch that. it again, but I, um, I, I liked it. What else do we have? <laughs> you saw Short Term Twelve. I li- really like Short Term Twelve. Yeah, we both really we liked, watched that yesterday. I like Brie Larson. That chick's fucked up. And either Brie Larson, Brie the, Larson, the character that she plays in the movie, I'm like, oh, she's fucked up. She, when she, they're having sex and she's into it, and then she's like, uh, stop. no, and then punches him. I'm like, oh, she's <laughs> fucked up. That's right. You got to get rid of that right away. Um, yeah, and he doesn't even know why. No, he doesn't like, know. Yeah, yeah, he knows like I would be, dude. Uh, you're gone. You're, yeah. you're a crazy bitch. I'm yeah, out of here. Yeah. You're beautiful, but no. But then we learn that how he was raised, and then he was raised in the foster system and everything. So he obviously has a different understanding of uh, people and their situations than I would. Yeah. But that was pretty good. Um, did you see August Ossage? I have not seen August Ossage. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, someone else told me that too. He's like, uh, Kyle, he's like, you know, I don't see why you're all the big hype for it because it wasn't that good. It's a movie of assholes. So I haven't, I haven't seen that yet. You know, mm-hmm. I did see, oh, Spectacular Now. That's great. I did like Spectacular Now. Yeah. And there's the moment in the third act where you were like, where you're like, holy fuck. <laughs> Yeah, that movie, I enjoyed that. And another Brie Larson. Was she the girlfriend? She's the ex, yeah. Ex. The one that they, at the beginning of the movie, everything's so great, where I'm with her, wherever we go, blah, blah, blah. Oh, she seems so much younger in that than she does in short term. Her hair is different. I think she looked a little bit heavier, too. She seemed like a teenager in that. Huh. But she was in that. So was the the girl from Short Term 12, the one who's on the Tim Allen show, uh, Caitlin, Caitlin Devers? I don't know. She's the in short term twelve. She's the one that is the cutter and goes to her house and all. Oh that. yeah, she's also she's the best friend and <clears> the <throat> other one. We watched Waja. Last oh, did night. you? Yeah, and liked it. It was you know I mean foreign movie. It's it's a boy in his bicycle, except in this case it's a girl in her bicycle. Uh, yeah, it was it was a good movie. I, it's not going to win any awards. I mean, even if it was entered in the foreign film category, I don't know that it's spectacular enough to win. Other than it's the first movie made in Saudi and the first movie, first feature length film made in Saudi and the first feature length movie directed by a female director. Ooh, that's a big deal out there. Yeah. And because she couldn't mingle with her male crew scenes that were done on the street, she would have to direct from a 
behind in the back of a van looking at monitors via walkie talkie. How crazy is that? It's fucked up. It's just fucking. But here in America, your wife would not go outside naked because someone's going to rape her, right? I mean, oh my God, if I ran around naked, someone would just, you know, I would just be attacked and raped. Mm-hmm. That's our line of thinking, right? In the UK, not so much. It's, they're far more free with nudity. I don't, as far as I know, I've never visited, but as far as I know, they don't have the, and in every news report, they don't have the uh, image issues that Americans do. No. We have the, you know, violence is no problem. They have nudity is no problem. So a girl is less likely to be like, you go to a UK beach and topless is a standard and plenty of them, full nudity is no big deal. And women are not just like, oh, you know, you go to the beach, you go swimming naked. That's just what you do. You're not sitting there going, I'm going to get raped. So we as Americans have built this world where what we covet, we cover up. And the idea is, is that men are such savages that if there was a naked girl walking by, we couldn't contain ourselves. And well, what short skirts? We have to rape them because of short skirts, right? Exactly, exactly. So it's all that line. She of wanted thinking. it. She was wearing a short skirt. So as you go deeper to that, and you, and this is one of the things that I took away from watching Waja, their culture, you know, Saudi, they're completely covered up. Only their eyes are visible. Men are not supposed to see, you know, their naked forearms or their their, their naked ankles, ankles yeah. or you know, God forbid, their face or their hair. Because that would just drive a man crazy and, you know, he would have to attack her and, you know, rape her and covet her and all of this. And I'm thinking, aren't you really building a society of savages? I mean, to some extent, Americans are savages. We're the ones that are always in fucking war. It's not the UK. It's, it's not Canada. It's us. We're the ones. We're fucking. There's a lot of pent World up police. sexual energy. And we want to kill and control and fight everything. Well, Deeper than that really is like this whole Muslim culture. Like they really want to fucking control everything, right? They want to, like they don't, for us in America, we look at Muslims and we're like, hey man, like just fucking get along. It's not even like we want to kill every one of you and annihilate you. It's just like stop, you know, cutting off women's clitorises and, you know, beating them to death and allow them to go to school and just fucking get along is really our, our motto. But the Muslim motto is like, everybody should die except for us. Well, that isn't true. That's it's, the extremists. This is the extremists. I'm, you're right. I'm, I'm going. I'm <laughs> making Muslims sound really bad. And Muslims aren't that way. But, but the extremists are. But yeah. it's a little more than the extremists. I mean, here in America, sure, women aren't wearing the burqas and stuff. But in Saudi, you have an entire country of it. So, and not all of those people are extremists. It does fall along these lines of a, a Nazi mentality. We are the supreme race oh, and everyone else is wrong. That's why girls and, can't go to school. And yes, all, yeah. and should be cleansed. So I can very much see this connection and this issue of why Americans would feel like we, we would feel that we need to go to war and that we need to liberate because it's the same thing that we did see happening in World War II. 1943, is that two? Yeah, two. two. Yeah. Uh, I forget the numbers. I'm like, is that one? Is it Korean? What's the name of it? Vietnam? I don't know. Fucking A. Um, I know the year, 1942, uh, three is when we went to war. Anyway, so I don't. I just watching it, and you're really like immersed in their culture. It's actually shot there, 
And I spent a lot of time looking at the background, looking at the picture and where these people live and, you know, things like, you know, the light bulbs they use, the switches, the, their, their stoves, like just their life. You just kind of, you really get out of the movie, or at least I got out of the movie. But the way women, she wants to ride a bicycle and, and women in Saudi Arabia, you know, women are not allowed to ride bikes. They don't know how to ride bikes. That's a, that's something that they're not allowed to do mm-hmm. um, driving and you anything. you watch Waja go through all of these steps of like she's a little girl and as a little girl you don't have to wear the fur, full burqa but as you're going through the movie the teacher's like you need to cover your face you need to cover your hair now you need to cover your face now you need to wear you know black shoes like the other girls do and that sort of thing and they even do they explore which i've heard is an issue in muslim culture men will have multiple wives and the women tend to live together and apparently lesbianism is something that happens a lot, which their religion, they're completely against. So, you know, being a lesbian or showing a, too much affection toward another girl will get you killed. They do cover some of that with, with a couple of the girls that are in the school. Anyway, it's just fascinating. And I thought the more that you cover up what your ultimate prize is, because everything that every, everything that every male does on this planet, we do for sex regardless of what culture you're in doesn't matter they have wives they have multiple wives or money but you get money for sex what do you do look at wolf of wall street what do you do once you get money you whores. Party hard yes <laughs> whores you don't just sit around with your Drugs boys off a whores. playing xbox and getting high two million dollars on a bachelor whores. party <laughs> two million dollars on a bachelor party so everything that is the crux of it all is is women i i believe that if women were plentiful like you could like we just used them like tissues we wouldn't care about money we'd sit at home play xbox <laughs> grab another tissue and move on like money wouldn't matter at all we'd be living with our parents like for the, forever and our grandparents Money means women. You buy a better car because it attracts, you know, better women. That's that's the way that our Is that why you want a bigger trailer? That's why you want a bigger trailer. It'll attract (laughs) well, you'll have more room and you know, it'll be a lot easier for you guys to, you know, enjoy it. And then you can have parties and people come over and yeah, so there's certainly the you know, on an extension now I'm gonna derail elsewhere, but people become friends. You'll agree with this. People become friends because of a common interest yeah right so like it could be hey we both like dead kennedys or we both like justin bieber or whatever which would be weird for guys but whatever (laughs) this becomes the the cornerstone of a friendship this this is the the thing that puts you together maybe you're in school and you know you're in a death rock you get into that pack or your father beats you his father beats him and you both kind of connect on that level whatever it is that's the cornerstone of friendship right your and my friendship is actually founded on nudity. <laughs> it is. <laughs> nudity and money. Was a mutual love for nudity and money, which takes me back to what every guy does and how I ended up here. And if you hide it, they covet it more. So I thought about that. I was like, that's kind of strange. Is like that was our driving goal together was getting women naked. Yes, it was. It's pretty strange. And I don't, I don't know what for it's about. 10 cent to. beads. <laughs> for 10 cent beads right and but, they would do it what and they would so anyhow i don't know what the point of that is squatty potty naked wall street how whatever. we got from waja to waja to <laughs> well i know how we got there i just i just made that happen uh, um, lone survivor is still one of my favorites i i've seen it three times now and i'd watch it again really yep mm-hmm. i my favorite out of all of them was walter mitty see i know but i think we talk about that because yeah. i think for you it's a lot of technical 
Yeah, but like, there's also just the fantasy and the overall enjoyment of the movie. I could watch Walter Mitty a hundred times. It's just, you know, it's a nice movie. See, I don't know if I'd watch um, it again. I hated August Hostage. I hated Before Midnight. I didn't, yeah, you told me not to watch it, so it's I had It's horrible. That. Yeah, it's not watchable. I, what was the other one I watched? Burn, Fire, Furnace, Out of the Furnace? Oh, what'd you think? Oh, Did you? Was, uh, yeah, because okay, so all right, Dan, Daniel and I—I I hated this movie. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know you did. And I, I was looking at um, out of the furnace, and I IMD beat it and Rotten mm-hmm. Tomatoes, and mm-hmm. it, it said it sucked. I think it had like a fifty-two percent. Okay, and I was looking for was it the Countryman one with the uh, Shia LaBeouf? Charlie Countryman, yeah, Charlie Countryman, which had like a forty-four or something like that. I'm like, I want to watch something. I'm going to see what you know. This is the better one according to that. Yeah, it sucked. Yeah, <laughs> it's Charlie Countryman's watchable. I, I'm it's wa- interesting and weird and whatever watchable. But I'm like all these stars in this thing. I'm like, it must have been a favor to somebody for out of the furnace. Yes. Yes. It had to be a favor to somebody because the movie went nowhere. It didn't make. I it's didn't produced. It. It's produced by one of the producers on it is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. So you've got Leo involved. You got a bunch of actors. Was he actually a part of it or he's just like, here's some cash. I don't make know. A movie. But you have a bunch of people, a bunch of actors involved in the script i don't know who wrote it i don't know how it came about but it comes about it obviously comes about more so of a passion piece than a studio funded movie but anyway go on yeah it was just uh you're like what huh when does uh, it fall apart for you i think spoilers uh, yeah I, I don't i and but oh the timeline really i think some of the really timeline bad. it was when he hits the he hits the kid the the the, the car what's his name Woody Christian Harrelson? Bale, Christian, Christian Bale, Bale. Okay. driving down, has a couple beers waiting for his brother. Brother doesn't show up, ends up leaving, hits the car. Yeah. Uh, he runs over to the car, the kid laying in the back. Yeah. It never says that he killed them. Right. Suddenly he's in jail, but doesn't say how long he's in jail. There's no trial or anything. Like, there's no timeline right. on any of this. I'm like, I don't really understand what's going on here. Right. That I just gave the benefit of the doubt. He killed the kid. And, and the mom. And the I mom, remember the both. And, yeah. And he went to jail for it. For okay. how long? How long? What was the timeline? Because he got out and his brother's doing the same thing. Dad died. But yeah. there's no big storyline on dad. I mean, that's obviously going to happen. Yeah, dad died. And and the brother's doing bare. His girlfriend moves on and is now dating Forrest Whitaker. Which seems odd because Forrest Whitaker, he's got to be mid-50s. Right. Yeah, that seemed like a Like this girl crazy. who. <laughs> that doesn't make the any movie, sense either. The movie fell apart for me. When Casey Affleck goes to fight at, at Woody Harrelson's place, mm-hmm. first off, there was no logic behind it. If you are a brand new fighter and you want to fight in my tournament, I don't tell you to take a dive. You're the newcomer. Well, yeah, I didn't Nobody's understand. betting on you. They're betting on my guy. You're unknown. Mm-hmm. Taking a dive is not any good. The the financial and I'm, and this really bugged me because. No one fucking paid any attention or took any notice that the logic of having a fighter take a dive is you build a fighter up. Everybody bets on him to win. Exactly. He takes a dive. That's how you profit. That's, That's right. how that put, works. If you put me in against Mike Tyson, you're not going to bet on me. Yeah. It's Michael, gonna... <laughs> take a dive. If you don't take a dive, I'm going to kill you. Okay. Like there's no fucking, it makes yeah. no logical sense. So that's where things where I really started to go sour. I'm like, that's just stupid. I mean, now we're at a point where shit's just stupid. Yeah, and the whole thing about them killing him at the end. Why? Okay, What's well, the point of that? You owe me money. <laughs> there you go. So now <laughs> that's where things got really sour. So they let him go, but then they hunt. Woody Harrelson hunts Casey Affleck and the uncle down or whatever. And 
kills the uncle in the in the fucking car in the middle of the street and you go okay you just he owes you money so now you're not going to get anything so that makes no fucking sense whatsoever oh i know what you're going to do you're going to enslave casey affleck because you see that he's a skilled fighter that makes sense and that's why you would have to kill the uncle so this way casey affleck would disappear Wait, why did you drag Casey Affleck out of the car and then bring him in in the middle of the forest? And then bury him there, yeah. Oh, I know why. Because you wanted to try and fool me to make me think that he was still alive. He's not still alive. I get that. Because if you're going to fucking kill the uncle in the driver's seat, you kill Casey Affleck in the passenger seat. You don't drag him out of the car. (laughs) Makes no fucking sense. Dragging him into the woods, why the fuck are you doing that? Everything for me fell apart at that moment. And that's when I'm like, this movie's so fucking dumb. It was. It was. And I just, I started getting angry and I'm watching. I'm like, it's just dumb and it doesn't make sense. And it just, we continue going. And I mean, it's exciting at points. Even like, like Woody Harrelson's house. That is not Woody Harrelson's house. Yeah. If Woody Harrelson is in charge of everything, he doesn't have a cracked in. Right. It's, yeah. I mean, he may be the dealer and I get that, but that is not the place that he spends his residence. He ain't at. hanging out there. Right. <laughs> Uh, and the whole ending of hunting Woody Harrelson down was just so dumb. And yeah, it's a really fucking bad movie. Yeah. Really, really bad movie. I didn't spoil anything for anybody because it's just really <laughs> shit. It you is. Shouldn't watch it. Great names in it. Yeah, and great performances. And I was on board up until that midpoint of the movie. I was because like, everybody I just thought was so good, and I and I was really blinded because. You know, you watch fucking American Hustle and Christian Bale is just so awesome. And I'm just like, all right, I'll, I'll take any ride with Batman now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll fucking yeah, He is. He's awesome on everything. The the fighter, whatever. He was still awesome. Just a bad script. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else did you watch? Or did we watch? So I've seen American Hustle a <laughs> couple saw, times. Yeah. Which I did like. I don't think it's best picture. I, I, the acting is great. As far as the storyline. Well, I Lone Survivor think... doesn't have a good storyline. I don't think it's going to win for Best Picture either. I really what do you liked think it. is going to win Best Picture? Hmm. That's a good question. I haven't seen all of them yet, so I don't know. I, I, still, I loved the movie, and this I don't, isn't really me being biased to it. I think Best Picture should go to Gravity. Nothing. There's none of these other movies. There, that, there was as, nothing done As like something that. original, yeah. I, I think you're right. I think it's it definitely an original script. That was different and new and took us like well, Captain it, Phillips. I thought was really good also, and I don't understand yeah. why he got the snub. Uh, it is that is solid. Uh, has an Academy nominations come out? I yeah, they came out the fifteenth. Okay, I don't know. Fifteenth. They came out last last Wednesday. I watched the screeners, but I don't really uh, yeah, they came out. So Captain Phillips got nominated for Best Picture. Tom Hanks didn't get nominated, but the the one well, the Pirates did. Now, how can that? The guy who... Oh, the lead black guy? Yeah. Oh, my God. That dude's fucking terrifying. He, he does a great job. But how is, is it that Tom Hanks, who is the film, doesn't get nominated? I mean, that film wouldn't be anything without Tom Hanks. I don't... I disagree. He was no more than just Tom Hanks. I mean, he, he was the same... He wasn't like Christian Bale in American Hustle. He didn't take on this incredible role. But I have to say, the black guy, while I was terrified with him, I don't know who that guy is. He may just be like that every day. He which could also be. He was a limo that, driver. Someone saw him, and he, he was a limo driver, and he ended up getting picked with up. With those teeth, he drove a limo? <laughs> I, it, you imagine him may have been in Somalia. prom? It could have been in Somalia. I don't, I don't, I don't think he was out here. There are no limos in Somalia. <laughs> Can you imagine him picking up your daughter? For, <laughs> uh, the nominees are Best Picture, American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club. So you haven't seen Dallas Buyers Club? I haven't either. Gravity, Her. Nebraska. I haven't seen Nebraska. Philomena. I haven't seen it. Oh, Philomena's pretty good. Is it? 
Um, not a great movie, but it was enjoyable based on a true story. Um, it was, it was interesting. It'll keep you through going through the entire thing. 12 years of slave. Haven't seen it. And the Wolf of Wall Street. Seen it. Yeah, I would say, I mean, gravity is what should win, but it's, it's going to be Wall Street, gravity, Phillips Size, or American slave. household. You don't probably. think slaves going to? No, I don't think 12 years. Of slave so I haven't seen it, but it just seems like one of those. Cause the Academy is just so biased it's not good on enough. things. It's, it's not good enough. It's just not good enough. Oh. Actor in a leading role, Christian Bale, American Hustle. Bruce Dern, Nebraska. Leonardo DiCaprio, Wall Street. Chiwelta Elfor, 12 Years a Slave. And Matthew McConaughey for Dallas Buyers Club. It's, it's, I don't know. Based on what I've seen, or uh, see, yeah, based on what I know, Christian Bale is the one who really morphs into something completely different and put on all that weight. That's right. Although, you know... Uh, Leo does a, a fantastic job, but I think you're right that because Christian Bale is someone who can always change. Leo isn't much different from his role in Gatsby, though. Gatsby because Gatsby Wolf of isn't Street, like I a, think is very similar. No, because Gatsby is more subtle. Like he's more. I have all this money. I throw parties because I want to get the girl. Blah blah blah. Where at Wolf of Wall Street, he's like, let's just party and have a great time. Actress in a leading role: Amy Adams for American Hustle. Kate she Blanchett. Did she did, but you know, again, she didn't. She wasn't amazing. Jennifer Lawrence was far more amazing than Amy Jennifer Adams. Lawrence was. Absolutely. The thing is, is we just love Amy Adams so much. That, and that's yeah. what she wears. Yeah. <laughs> Always sitting there going, Can I, am I going to see her boobs any second now? Please, God, fall let out, a nipple fall, fall, out, fall, out. fall out. Here, I have some 10-cent beads. <laughs> Kate Blanchett for Blue Jasmine. I haven't seen Sandra Bullock for Gravity. I think she'll win. See, I, she's okay. Overall, I thought she was great in the movie, but like I had said before, it would be really hard to just pull one scene. Judy Dench and Philomena and Meryl Streep for August Ostage County. I haven't seen Ostage County. She ain't going to win. Actor in a supporting role. Bakhad Abdai from Captain Phillips. Bradley Cooper, American Hustle. Uh, Michael Fassbender, 12 Years a Slave. He's actually pretty good in that. Jonah Hill, Wolf of Wall Street. He knocked it out of the park. He did. He's totally different than his normal. He's quirky. Like some of his, his I, timing and stuff like that. You can tell us Jonah Hill, but the teeth and all that. He was. <laughs> I heard that Scorsese was going to give him the role no matter what. The role was for him. And Jonah Hill insisted on auditioning for the role. He insisted on coming in and doing that. And he made $60,000. Was that all he got paid for? Yeah. yeah. Because he wanted it so bad. That's the big thing right now. Jonah Hill, then he only made $60,000. But Jonah Hill was like, it's because I want to work with Scorsese. He's like, sure. I would have done it for free. Scorsese, DiCaprio. And, yeah, you know, absolutely. I would do it. You give me, I don't know. He doesn't need money anyway at this yeah, point. He's doing okay. <laughs> it's so strange that he is, like he was never supposed to be an actor. He was never an actor. He was just this annoying little friend of Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg and literally would just come and hang out uninvited and like kind of pester himself upon them and like, Hey guys and whatever, just, and they stuck him in shit. They just thought he was fucking funny. They poked fun at him, thought he was funny and stuck him in shit. And now he's the only one of the bunch that's been nominated for an Oscar twice. Yeah. It's crazy. Wolf of wall street. We didn't talk much about it. You and I had talked about it uh, before we went on the air. If this is the air, well, I, you know, and I read a lot of the stuff where it's oh, people walked out and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I didn't think it was that bad. Like all the cussing, there's stories how people, oh, I'm so offended by all the cussing that happens in the first 20 minutes. Da, da, da. I'm like, um, well, yeah, not a big deal. There's a girl at work who had told me that she watched it with her parents 
and it was very uncomfortable and she didn't know that 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 it was going to be like that i could see if you went to go see a movie with someone and you you could just be feeling uncomfortable because of the person that you're with no yeah if you're alone and you're watching the movie or you're with the right company no it's not a big deal to watch but i would feel weird watching that with deanna's parents yeah, I mean, that first because it's a movie. It's no reflection on me. The thing's a movie. So yeah, but for the, me, it'd be, I'd watch it with my parents. The first scene when he's doing coke off her ass, he's not just doing coke off her ass cheek. He's blowing if, into her ass. <laughs> he's either blowing into or sucking out of her asshole the way that it's all framed. Yeah, he's, he's blowing it into it's her ass. in there. Is, so, because you never see it because I'm like, what the hell is he doing? But yeah. you, don't, you see the bottom part with the stuff, but you never see it up higher. Right. So... It's a weird scene, and, and you're like, you're sitting there with your parents watching it, it's, and then from there, there's a lot of other strange scenes. Although, it didn't get, I mean, that's probably the worst of it in the movie, because there was points, I guess when they're fucking all the hookers, and the sloppy hookers, and the $100 hookers, <laughs> your, your blue chip hookers, your, but your party, penny stock hookers. Like when they had the band arrive and play in underwear, I would have thought that that party would have been crazier. I, yeah, I, I seem like there should have, based on the level of some of the crazy stuff, later on, it was just nudity as opposed to like ramping the crazy even more. Mm-hmm. That movie was made completely independent of studio financing, uh, which is why it's three hours long and just sloppy with nudity. Uh, it was only cut to get away from an NC-17 rating. I don't know what the hell they cut out to. Right. I'm kind of curious to see the director's cut. <laughs> yeah, what the, what's that? Four hours be? long. Four hours long and more nudity, more whatever weird sex. Uh, Margot um, Robbie, when she comes out, like ah. Oh. Actor in a supporting role, also Jared Leto, Dallas Buyers Club. Actress in a supporting role, Sally Hawkins from Blue Jasmine. Jennifer Lawrence from American Hustle. She should get it. She should. Lapita Nyoin, Twelve Years a Slave. Julia Roberts, August Osage County. She should not get it. And June Squibb for Nebraska. See, some of those I haven't seen. Yeah. Animated feature film, The Crudes, Despicable Me, Ernest and Celestine, uh, or Celestine, Frozen, and The Wind Rises. I haven't watched The Wind Rises yet. I haven't either. But I'm sure Frozen's going to take that one. Cinematography, Grandmaster, Gravity, Inside Lillian Davis. Was it shot well? It's all black and white. I Is it? Know. The movie's not even in color? No. Oh, fuck that. That's the same with that Gina Gershwin, Francis Ha. Now I'm trying to think if it is or not. You saw Francis Ha. I right? did not see Francis Ha. Francis Ha is in black and white, and it's in black and white because they just posted it in black and white. They didn't shoot black and white films. Lynn Davis? I think okay. it was black and white. I don't, now I don't even remember. So terrible to do it. You just trying black to forget. <laughs> trying just so to they didn't the have to thing. do color correction. Uh, cinematography, Nebraska and Prisoners. Nebraska is black and white also. Is it? Yeah, haven't saw it. She went to a theater to see Nebraska. No, one of someone yeah. she hangs out with was a SAG member or something. They showed it down there. Oh, costume design: American Hustle, The Grandmaster, The Great Gatsby, Invisible Woman, and Twelve Years a Slave. Well, Invisible Woman for costumes. <laughs> I was just thinking, <laughs> that's great. Who knew that you could get nominated for nothing? Uh, directing: American Hustle, which is David O. Russell. Gravity: Alfonso Cuarón. He should, without a doubt, win. Nobody, nobody did more than he did. He directed and edited and wrote that fucking thing. Uh, Nebraska, Alexander Payne, 12 Years a Slave, Steve McQueen, who has done nothing but shorts up until this point, and The Wolf of Wall Street, Martin Scorsese. Film editing, American Hustle, Captain Phillips, 
Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, and 12 Years a Slave. That's clearly Gravity. Makeup and hairstyling. And the nominees are Dallas Buyers Club, The Lone Ranger. You ready for this one? Jackass presents Bad Grandpa. <laughs> No. Jackass that got nominated sense. for an Oscar. That And it makes sense. That's fucking awesome. That is. That totally makes sense, though. Nomination or music uh, category, The Book Thief. Have you seen that? I did see The Book Thief. Yeah, I liked it. It was... I, I, I like the narration by death. That was pretty I cool. hated that. Oh, I thought it was That pretty was cool. the point. I didn't, I didn't understand the point of it. Like, they threw that in. It seemed... That seemed to have nothing to do with the movie. Like with her story and what was going on, there was just like a weird fucking rap. I hated the death narration. But in the end, where you are able to have the moment where you see the future and what happened, then the death narration comes into play. But I, until then, and I, don't, I didn't think it was that. I think they could have done it in a better way. I think it was out of the book, though. Uh, music, Gravity, Her, Philomena, and Saving Mr. Banks which I hated you liked. I did. Production design, American Hustle, Gravity, Gatsby, Her, and 12 Years a Slave. Mm, they might go Gatsby on that. Yeah, Gatsby was pretty cool. Although a lot of that I'm pretty sure was done in post, but still. It's, yeah, it's still pretty yeah, spectacular you, for yeah. period piece. Sound editing, All is Lost, Captain Phillips, Gravity, The Hobbit, and Lone, Lone Survivor. So Lone Survivor gets a nom for sound. Sound mixing, Captain Phillips, Gravity, The Hobbit, Inside Lillowin Davis, and Lone Survivor. What is it? Lillowin? Lillowin. Lillowin. The two L's throw me off. Visual effects, Gravity, Hobbit, Iron Man 3, Lone Ranger, and Star Trek in the Darkness. Um, I haven't seen some of those, so I don't know. Yeah, Star Trek. I mean, the visual effects in Gravity are just so subtle. And you just create this amazing world. But I think people might be more dazzled by the effects in The Hobbit or Iron Man or Star Trek. Writing adapted screenplay before midnight. Yeah. That piece of shit. <laughs> Captain Phillips, Philomena, 12 Years a Slave, and Wolf of Wall Street. Original screenplay, American Hustle, Blue Jasmine, Dallas Buyers Club, Her, and Nebraska. Now, Blue Jasmine, that's Woody Allen, isn't it? I think so. Eight biggest omissions from Oscar nominations 2014. Woody Allen, best director for Blue and Jasmine. Yawn. Uh, have you seen it? No. No, I'm just thinking Woody Allen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tom Hanks, best actor for Captain Phillips. Eh, I don't think it's that big of a deal. I don't think it was that much different. Emma Thompson, best actress for Saving Mr. Banks. She was pretty good, especially she did when, a they, fantastic play, job. when they play the tapes at the end, even though I hated the movie. When they she did the a fantastic. You hated her. She was a bitch. I didn't hate her as much as I didn't care about her. Saving Mr. Banks is best film. I couldn't disagree more. That shouldn't be up there. That movie is not best film. Come on. Really? I you, wouldn't put that you, up as best picture yeah, either. Come on. I, I, no, I wouldn't. I liked it, but no, it wouldn't be best picture. Oh, Robert Redford, best actor, All is Lost. That's what All is Lost is. No, I, haven't, uh, I haven't seen it, so I don't I know. I wanted to see it. People said it's so good. I was like, isn't it just Castaway? I think so. On yeah, a he's, like a, he's or, on a raft or something like that from an airplane or something. That's what it looks like. Or that tiger movie on a boat. And they were like, no, no, no. It's completely different. <laughs> Life of Pi. Oh, uh, eight biggest omissions from the Oscar nominations. Inside Lillowin Davis, best film. <laughs> yes. I don't think they watch it. It's just like, oh, it's the Coens. They, right. It has to be up there. Joaquin Phoenix, best actor for her. And the number one biggest omission, Oprah Winfrey, best actor, <gasps> actress, the butler. I heard she did do a really good job. I have not seen it, but I did hear she 
she did a great yeah, job. Yeah, but doesn't she just do a good job and everything? I mean, again, she's not really an I actress, seen so, it, which so I, I think know. is why people like put her up as like she did such a great job is because she's not an actress. I mean, she isn't. She is. She's a talk show host. And right. but she's not really you, you think Oprah, you don't think, oh, she's an actress. That's true. So I think that's why. All right. So I think we should end it. All right. Bye. <laughs> We're is done. Our, is that our new ending? So I'm Vince Roca. I'm Michael Hutchinson. For more on the show, visit getconvinced.com. OK, I will. That's the last word in at, again. Yeah. <laughs> Until it gets edited.